Hello, this is Siddharth from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 17th of July. India reported 38,079 new coronavirus cases in the last 24 hours, taking the total number of infections to over 3.1 crore. There were 560 new fatalities yesterday, taking the death toll to 4,13,091. Kerala and Maharashtra continue to report the most daily cases and deaths respectively. Kerala reported 13,750 new cases yesterday, while Maharashtra reported 7,761 cases and 177 deaths. Do remember, listener, that all these figures are widely believed to be undercounts. On the vaccination front, India administered over 42 lakh vaccine doses yesterday. By now, a total of 39.53 crore vaccines have been administered in total. Only 5.6% of India's population remains fully vaccinated. Delhi's Drugs Control Department has initiated proceedings in a Rohini court against BJP MLA Gautam Gambhir's foundation and Aam Admi Party MLA's Praveen Kumar and Imran Hussain. The department alleges the unauthorized procurement of the COVID treatment drug Favipiravir and medical oxygen during the second wave of COVID. The complaints have been filed under Section 18C of the Drugs and Cosmetics Act, the violation of which can attract imprisonment anywhere between 3 to 5 years. Now for some international COVID updates. Due to the violence unfolding in South Africa's Gauteng and KwaZulu natal provinces, its vaccination program was temporarily halted. Only about 2.5% of the COVID-hit nation's population has been fully inoculated. The violence, following former President Jacob Zuma's arrest, has reached a fever pitch, causing hospitals to be overwhelmed by the treatment of injured civilians and vaccination centres being shut down. A week into Netherlands' lifting of most COVID restrictions, the country has seen a surge of 500% cases. Their Prime Minister, Mark Rutte, has issued a statement of apology. He said, I quote, What we thought would be possible turned out not to be possible in practice. We had poor judgment, which we regret and for which we apologize. End quote. A majority of cases, according to the Dutch government, are in the age group of 18 to 29. As reported in the Indian Express, keeping the national education policy in mind, 14 engineering colleges have obtained permission from the All India Council of Technical Education to teach in regional languages. While four colleges from Uttar Pradesh, two in Rajasthan, one in Madhya Pradesh and one in Uttarakhand will all teach in Hindi, the remaining in Andhra Pradesh, Maharashtra, West Bengal and Tamil Nadu will teach in Telugu, Marathi, Bangla and Tamil respectively. The approval has been granted for specific departments including computer science, electronics engineering, civil engineering, mechanical engineering, and information technology. The NEP guidelines call for education in one's mother tongue to the extent that is possible, and it allows BTEC programs to offer education in 11 regional languages. These developments come nearly a year after the Union Education Ministry announced that it will push for technical education in regional languages. There was also the indication that these policies might be implemented in IITs and IIMs too. Last week, Prime Minister Modi, in an address to over 100 centrally funded technical institutions, emphasized in a statement an ecosystem of technological education in Indian languages to translate global journals into regional languages. On Thursday, 
A Gurgaon court rejected the bail plea of Gopal Sharma, also known as Ram Bhakt Gopal, arrested for inciting violence in Patodi, Haryana. He is the shooter from the 2020 Jamia incident who opened fire on a crowd of anti-CAA protesters. Judicial Magistrate Mohammad Sagir said in his order on Thursday, I quote, "Hate speech based on religion or caste has become the fashion nowadays. The police also seems to be helpless in dealing with such incidents." these kinds of activities are actually disturbing the secular fabric of our country and killing the spirit of the constitution of india end quote he further contextualized the case within the pandemic saying that the youth is likely to go seeking for innocence and cause violence when we need to deal with lives being lost to covid-19 instead human rights experts at the united nations have called on the indian government to stop the eviction of nearly 1 lakh people including 20,000 children and 5,000 pregnant or breastfeeding women from Faridabad's Khori Gaon in Haryana. Designated as a protected forest in 1992, the local administration wishes to remove the settlement by 19th July. The UN has highlighted the eviction which puts the residents at a greater risk and who have already been severely hit by the COVID-19 pandemic. While Khori Gaon is in a protected forest area, the statement said, The forest was actually destroyed by heavy mining carried out by authorities before the settlement came up. 2000 homes were demolished earlier in September last year and April this year. Residents who moved the Supreme Court against the eviction notices were told to remove the settlement by 19th July. The statement says, I quote, "We call on India to urgently review its plans for raising Khori Gaon and to consider regularizing the settlement so as to not leave anyone homeless." No one should be forcibly evicted without adequate and timely compensation and redress. End quote. Listeners, it's important to note that when left unchecked, ad-funded media will not serve your interests but those of the ad providers. A recent report published by Hindustan Times about the number of new cabinet ministers with criminal cases was mysteriously pulled down. News Laundry's Supriti David pursued the case and found that the report did not disappear due to any technical glitch. but on the direct orders of a top editor in the organization to read the full report please visit www.newslaundry.com the flood waters in western europe reported yesterday have intensified as the death toll has now crossed 150 with hundreds more still missing in germany where the death toll is over 100 president frank walter steinmeier said he was stunned by the devastation ahead of a visit to a flood hit region on saturday He said at a news conference, "I quote, whole places are scarred by the disaster. Many people have lost what they have built all their lives." End quote. Other affected countries include Switzerland, Belgium, and the Netherlands. Phone networks were reported inoperative, roads badly damaged, and more than 100,000 homes were without power. As the Afghan forces continue to battle the Taliban. Afghanistan's president Ashraf Ghani on Friday accused Pakistan and its military for supporting the Taliban. Ghani's accusation that more than 10,000 jihadi fighters have entered Afghanistan from Pakistan in the last month and that Islamabad had failed to convince the Taliban to participate seriously in the peace talks was rejected by Imran Khan. The comments were exchanged at the international conference in Tashkent, the capital of Uzbekistan, titled Central and South Asia Regional Connectivity Challenges and Opportunities 
That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe and hold on during these distressing times. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.